everybody. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode, we bring you a story song, but not no. this episode. <laughs> okay, so not every episode. No. You can't say that anymore. Guys, pause real quick, because here's where I'm going to put the record scratch <laughs> <laughs> sound effect. Um, so we're doing something special. This is our end of the year bonus. This will be coming out on or near uh, New Year's Eve. And uh, we want to do something a little different. It's a bonus episode. Besides the fact we want to do something a little different for the end of the year and have a little fun, uh, we also want to try some different things. You know, we love the format. Uh, we love the show that we do. We hope you guys feel the same way. But we also want to see, you know, we do some little different things. Uh, if we like it, how you guys like it. So definitely hit us up on Twitter at story underscore song or Instagram on Michael. What is our Instagram? Story Song Podcast. Hand us up there uh, and let us know what you think if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you did, uh, tell us. We'll do more like it. If you right. didn't, uh, shut your mouth. Because yeah. we're, you're not, you're not right. we're going to do what we're, we're do what we want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're it's our show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, we've, we've also been toying around with doing, like, regular format episodes in Latin. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> sure. Right, right. So, so you know, yeah. lots of... Di- we, we don't want... I mean, we all... Mm-hmm. We met... Because we were doing seven years of intensive Latin training. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have yet to use, never it used it in the podcast. So, but uh, it's uh, less useful than you would think. <laughs> and we didn't think it was that useful at the time. True. Um, so, okay. So, I'm going to throw, uh, I got a couple surprises to throw you guys. Um, we are going to be playing a game. Oh, at the audience. No, you guys too. Oh, and us oh. too. We're going to be playing a game called Songversations, yes. uh, which we have played amongst ourselves. It's not really a game. We call it a game. It's called mm-hmm. a game. It's not really a game. It's like a bunch of questions, and you answer them, and you have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, that is by Eric Hutchinson. Uh, Eric Hutchinson is also a musician. Um, mm-hmm. You can follow all the stuff uh, for him, for the game, for his music at Eric Hutchinson. Dot com. That's Eric, E-R-I-C. Mm-hmm. And then Hutchinson is H-U-T-C-H-I-N-S-O-N. If you didn't get that, I'm going to repeat it at the end. So yes. Don't don't worry about it. Um, but, uh, but we're going to do that. But first, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw some surprises out of you guys. I have oh, a list. God. My stomach hurts right of now. Of every song that we've done uh, <gasps> on the show right wow. here. Uh, well, uh, for this iteration, not not the first one. Got it, got it. Oh, sure. Because also, I don't, because I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm like, I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so here are the songs that we've done uh, this season. The Boys so, Are Back in Town, Harvard wait, wait, Valley wait, PLTA. Question. Yeah. Are you just reading it to us, or are we, is there? Wait, I'm going to get to it. I'm oh, get I'm to sorry. Just, I don't just, know. Listen, here we go. I like to know the here rules. We, no, that's the whole problem. <laughs> the rules. Is you're not going to know the rules. That's what surprises, Michael. It's improv. I thought it was going to be Be on your toes. I thought it was going to be like a question about like the order and he wants to sh- live in the moment, Michael. <laughs> this is happening. All right, Ready? Improv, here we go. Improv. I heard a bang. The episodes. Heard... Uh, the boys are back in town. Harper Valley PTA. Take a letter, Maria. Mrs. Brown. You got a lovely daughter. Pearls the singer. Wildfire the way. Knock three times. Jesse girls. One tin soldier. Breakfast at Tiffany's, bust a move, rude, heaven on the seventh floor, patches, the other patches, teenage dirtbag, <laughs> we'll sing in the sunshine, Folsom Prison Blues, wake up, little Susie, lying eyes, Sylvia's mother, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, tell her I love her, rocket man, copperhead road, monster match, the marriage revenge, Sonny came home, please come to Boston, and by the time you hear this, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, reindeer will yes. have come out. Okay, so here's the question, not the episode, 
But okay. of the songs that I read, which is your favorite song that we've done, Michael? Ooh. Oh my God, off the top of my head. Yeah. Favorite song. The that song we've done. itself. The song, song not the episode. episode. Not the episode. Well, you can talk song. about the episode. Got it. But it's your favorite song. Huh. Um, Improv, I'm, Michael. Fast. <laughs> quickly. Right off the top of your head. I'm What's gonna, the first thing I know what you're going to say, so I'm not going to say what you're going to say. Okay. I'm going to go with Wildfire. Okay. Oh, I see that. That's a good one. Yeah, that's I, a good I one. I will say, I mean, that for of a song I've never heard, uh, that one stuck with me. Yeah. yeah. There's Because when we first did it, I mean, I liked it. But I was like, eh, whatever. I mean, it's fun to talk about, but there's something haunting about it. Oh, yes. it I understand. With you. I understand what David Letterman was getting at <laughs> because there's. I think about that owl. Yeah, like in the middle too of the night, much. I'll wake up and be like, "Too much." What was that owl doing? There's yeah. something, something there. Uh, but good, good answer. Good it's one. one of those songs where you like you will sing. You'll start the song. Will start and you'll be like. This is good. This is interesting. Yeah. By the end of the first course, you are singing along. Oh, yeah. By the end of the song, you're singing your heart out and you are sobbing. Yeah. And then you play it again. And yeah. there's something I can't put my finger on, but but with the owl part, there's something where it's like six nights in a row. Yeah. And like just sends chills down your side. Yeah. Like it's really yeah, there's good. something <laughs> really powerful and and emotional about that song and I love it. Yeah. Aww. Rachel. Okay, well, I think you guys know it's rude. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Michael, teenage dirtbag was a teenage dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, teenage dirtbag. No, I love, and the moment you said it, it I didn't even have to think about it. It's Will Sing in the Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. It is, you knew I was going to say that. Yeah, because I was almost going to say that oh too. Oh my God, it is, it has become a song I listen to at least once a week. Okay. And I had never heard of it before we did the episode. Yeah. It's which is what I love about doing this <laughs> show, you guys. Uh, um, Daniel? So you're my, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Michael. <laughs> so my answer would be uh, the boys are back in town. Okay. okay. Uh, as the actual answer. But I will say uh, the song that I have come to appreciate, mm -hmm. uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a really good song. All right. Okay. I just like after like, it was like weeks after I had ended the episodes and I was still like doing laundry being like, and I say <laughs> what about <laughs> Tiffany. So yeah, I've I've come to have a greater appreciation, appreciation for it. For nice. Deep Blue Something. That's nice. Okay. And I have to say, yeah. uh along the lines of Wildfire, Pearl's a singer and Please Come to Boston both mm -hmm. have very similar uh, feelings for me. Very like similar reactions from me hearing those songs. And what is that feeling? Which it's just like you get really, really into it. Okay. Like I don't know. Like certainly Pearl's a singer. The fact that there's that big crescendo at the end. By the end of the song, you are singing the hell out of it along with the radio in the middle of the subway mm -hmm. and nobody's <laughs> looking at you. Um, that And Please Come to Boston. They're both like really sad, yeah. like interesting songs that really get you thinking, like this, they're songs that stay with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Rachel, uh, of uh -oh. this run, <laughs> uh -huh. just name one thing that stands out to you when you think back. What's something that like that jumps out? The uh, oh my gosh, that one thing that sticks out to me. Yeah, yeah. you're killing me here. No, just uh, it's, uh, it's probably first thing that comes to mind. Can it be all the times you guys yell at me? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Copperhead Road multi-generational okay. uh, story. Yeah. I think that's, it's either that or from our one of our most recent ones, the Sunny Came Home house freaking creepy Sunny yeah. Came Home was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two stick, stick out of my mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sunny, like, Sunny Came Home, classic, we joked about it at the time yeah. or on the episode, but classic surprise. This was the story song the whole time. Yeah. Heard the song a thousand times. We're not aware that, like, what was really going on. And right. probably thought it was about, like, I don't know, like a girl who's looking for a lost love or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, something one of those, like, like generic songs, and then it's got a much darker meaning. Uh, Michael. You. <laughs> Go. Um, what do you think? Now. I think what stands out to me the most is f- finding finding things about songs that I love, that I mm. love more, that make me love the songs more, and finding songs that I wasn't really familiar with that I learned to love. Like Mariner's Revenge. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this will be on the episode. I'll cut it out. But I just... Punch the table <laughs> like it owed me money. I'm so sorry. Keep going, Michael. Start it, Mariner's can, Revenge. Yeah, yeah. You can start it clean. I don't know if this will be in or not, but <laughs> this will be at the end. <laughs> yeah, this probably, is, probably, this probably. is our outtake. <laughs> Something like Mariner's Revenge uh, was a song that I I wasn't familiar with before uh, we prepared for the episode, and I when I first heard it, I was like. This is a weird song. And yeah. then within a day, I fell in love with that song. Yeah. So those yeah. are the things that, that really stick out about this run of the show. To That's me. something I hadn't thought of. This run of the show, that happens more, right? Because, I think so. Well, the first run, we were just knocking off the classics, right? Yeah. We're doing The Night Lives Out in Georgia, right. Brandy, like the, the, the Mount Rushmore like story songs. Sure. Now well, that it's we're all like, the songs that, that we were like desperate to talk right. about. And yeah. then we all knew. Now that we're like, you know, we're, we're getting, we, we've gone past those. Of course, there's yeah. still a couple out there we haven't yeah. done. But now we're, you know, we're, we're picking like slightly weirder ones and we may not be familiar with them. And so we're discovering right. them. Like one person will pick it and then the other two sort of discover a song. So it's been pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll say, or I'll bring a song to you guys and you'll both be like, what is yeah, that's true. Well, no. That's I true. mean, usually that's the original reaction. But then, <laughs> yeah. but then, but then by the, that's the other thing that stands yeah, out yeah. to me is if I bring a song that your initial reaction is, why are we friends with him? Yeah. Um, that by the time we either record the episode and you've heard the song a bunch of times or by the time we finished the episode and you guys love that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done my job. Yeah. I was going to say, usually you bring it. We're like, what the heck is going on? And then by the end, Rachel loves it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. We'll sing in the sunshine is one of my proudest moments ever. <laughs> great. Not on this show in life. It's so, great. so what I've had a little time to prepare, obviously, uh, cause I wrote the questions. Uh, but my, that's why you're not feeling the same pressure that we are. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know this is what's fun. Well, I'll be feeling the pressure later when the, when we're doing the questions. Good. Um, so a couple of things jumped out. Uh, just like a couple of trends that were funny. Uh, we talked about it. Pretty much every song, they were like, yeah, the record company didn't believe in it. The <laughs> yes. band didn't yep. believe in it. The radio stations didn't believe in it. Like every song, I I come to doubt that. Like, yeah. you know, I think yeah. that's always a good like revisionist history. Just go to the artist and be like, well, I was right. I yeah. knew yeah. along, along. <laughs> no one else believed in right. me. Um, 
how much stealing there is or just at least heavy borrowing like pretty much every song we were like well this was based on that and this came oh, from yeah, that's there's true. a lot and that's fine I mean that's the way it works but there's just like that's what way is. more of like they took the bass line from this and they took the lyrics from over here and you know uh, and then obviously like uh, well I'll get to that in a second and then um just how connected everything is. Like every time it was like, well, this person worked with this guy who's mm-hmm. super famous yeah. and this thing. And there's, there's always a lot. I don't know how true that is anymore, but definitely like back in the day, like everybody's working for everybody else. Everybody's producer had produced like 9 million, like number one songs <laughs> right. that you knew. I'll tell um, you what didn't surprise me. Yeah. How many of these songs Joan Baez covered? <laughs> <laughs> We're coming uh, for you, Joe. Don't, do not think you're off the hook. You better not play Westbury music there. Because we will we buy will tickets and we will sit in the back with our arms crossed so hard. Uh, and then I fun- mean, up until the time the show starts. Yeah, well, I mean, no, as soon as those house lights go down, we're all in. Bango second encore. Um, <laughs> then uh, finally, the last thing is if it was like a one hit wonder. Uh, of someone like who you didn't know, you know, like a like a Paul Nicholas, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of those. I always waited for the moment when you guys in the research were like, so they originated the role. Um, so it was always some Broadway actor trying yeah. to trying, trying to have a little pop hit, trying to break in, yeah. and oh, and, and you know, and then yeah. they would get like that have the one hit, and then that was it, you know. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have right. to do a Stephanie Mills song next. <laughs> <laughs> Last question: We're taking it back to Michael. Oh God! Uh, what was your favorite, or at least most memorable fact that you learned from doing research? Anything that jumps out that you were like, "I can't believe this," or "This is so interesting," when you learned it? Hmm. Let me see that list. <laughs> oh, uh, the songs. Sure. Yeah. I'm going back to my backgrounders, to my research, in, <laughs> in preparation. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, again, really off the top of your head, here. is there anything that you... No, I'm trying that, to... That occurred to the you? The thing is, Michael knows everything. Right. So it's really tough to, you know, for, for him to be surprised <laughs> by facts, because he just kind of knows them. All right. You know? If you could tell that to everybody, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I, I mean... Go ahead, Michael. Well, uh, I was going to say... Going, yeah, we'll jump over to Rachel. Yeah, what going back to a, a song that I forgot we did, mm-hmm. uh, Heaven on the Seventh Floor. Sure. <laughs> when I read that uh, Paul Nicholas mm. uh, originated the role of Jesus, I was floored. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe it, because I've... Known the, I've known Jesus Christ Superstore. Superstore. <laughs> superstore. <laughs> I've gone to the Jesus you Christ Superstore. Guys, we have holy water by the gallon. We have packs of twelve week, of crucifixes. You want the original concept <laughs> recording? We got that on CD and vinyl. You want the seventy-one Broadway recording? We got that. You want the two thousand anniversary recording? We've got it all. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I've known about Jesus Christ Superstar sure. pretty much my entire life. All I'm hearing is Superstar. Fa- <laughs> Shut up. And the f- the fact that this random one-hit wonder right. originated the role blew my mind. Yeah, yeah Blew my mind. Yeah. Michael. Um, everything I learned about Sylvia's mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> everything I learned about um, the fact that Shel Silverstein wrote it. Yeah. Everything oh, that about, was a good one. Like, his background, everything about um, 
I'm trying to, I forgot who sang it. Uh, oh, Dr. Hook. Dr. Hook. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about Dr. Hook. Yeah. Sylvia's yeah, yeah. mother was... Surprise after surprise. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, the things that, like, the fact that Folsom Prison Blues was just straight up stolen yeah. blew mm. my mind. That was crazy. That's a good one. Uh, and the, the f- fact that Johnny Cash used to just go by the name Jack Cash. Yeah, we had no idea. <laughs> oh, we had no Jack idea. Cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made that up. <laughs> oh, you know what? Add yeah. Sylvia's mother to my first answer. Okay. That's going to be in my list of favorites. Okay. Uh, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, to go back to Breakfast at Tiff- Tiffany's, uh, the fact that the old manager of Deep Blue Something <laughs> potentially led to Limp Biscuit being popular. <laughs> Again, I think I said this on the show, but if I had a time machine and I could go back, Hitler would be fine. I'm getting that guy. Uh, God. And then... Uh, How dare he? And just, this wasn't for me, but just the fact that Young MC wrote Funky Colmadia. That was one of the times where I was like, oh, of course. Yes. Now I can. <laughs> of, course, of course. Now I can hear Cold it. Medina. So, yes. All right. Uh, that was all I had. But uh, let's play Thanks, the game. Dan. Well, good. Now I'm uh, all anxious. Let's play the feud. So, again, this is a game called Songversations. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask some, some questions. I've done a lot of talking. So, let's start with Rachel. Great. Uh, you're going to ask a question. Yeah. And you can pick either me or Michael to start. But I'm going to start a timer. Oh, God. Um, so, only have two minutes <gasps> to answer. So, okay. what, again, don't overthink it. Whatever the you. first thing that comes in your head, just shout it out. Okay. okay. I've so, never overthought anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right. Rachel, ask okay. a question. You ready? That was a joke because overthinking is my brand. Yeah. This is prime time. All prime right. Prime time. Ready. Daniel, we'll start with you. Okay. If you could travel back in time to attend any live musical performance, which one would you choose? Um, boy, it's cliche, but I mean, the Altamont. first thing that comes to mind, <laughs> yeah, Altamont, yeah, sure. Uh, no, uh, first thing that comes to mind is, I mean, Beatles at Shea Stadium. Um, yeah. Just as a huge Mets fan, uh, I mean, it's sad to say. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it's sad to say. Like the third most famous thing that ever happened to Jay <laughs> was was that concert, but I mean it must yeah. just been like unbelievable because there's such a new thing, right? Right? Um, just that reaction, like because even you know the stories the Beatles tell, even they were like, "What is happening? Like mm. this is insane!" And you know they're standing up there, they got guitars and amplifiers and everything else. And the girls were screaming so loud. They literally couldn't Couldn't hear hear themselves. Uh, that's how just to, just to hear that wall of sound. What must that must've been like? I can't imagine. My mother was there. Okay. And we have video of it. Right. That's all. It's very exciting. Wait, how do you have video of it? We have like home video. It wasn't video. It must have been like eight millimeter. Home eight millimeter. What the heck do you want me to say? Well, they're they're like, no, my mother went back in time. (laughs) (laughs) She brought her camcorder. She brought her phone and uh, recorded it. No, we have eight millimeter. Wait a minute. I'm starting to think your mom was a time traveler because wasn't she also at Woodstock? Yes. What the hell? (laughs) She (laughs) had all the best places. They nailed it, man. You know, yeah. Some other, some other poor is like, I'm going to the Turtles tonight. I, I, they're going <laughs> to exactly. be the ones. The exactly. Beatles, they're a flash of the band. Yeah. The Turtles yeah. are going to kill it. Oh um, man. Yeah, well, I mean Woodstock. Wood, well, I, and again, also cliche, but Woodstock is the only thing I think of because a lot of people don't know this, but the really big acts, like the famous ones, all came at the end of the night. 
right? right? Which in theory would make sense. Problem was things were so delayed that people like Jimi Hendrix played at like 9 a.m. Monday morning. Most people had left. Oh, there's the alarm. So (gasps) most people, most people had left by that point. Shut up. Uh, Most people left that point. So like actually like only there weren't that many people at Woodstock and only a fraction of those people saw that happen. Michael. I would have gone to Woodstock just for Sean and I, then I would have left. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's like, well, best part of the night's over. I saw Bowser. I'm good. I, I, do, I will say, though, that had you gone to the Beatles at Chase Stadium, sure. I feel like, in theory, that's great, but you would have been, do they have to be so <laughs> loud? <laughs> I cannot hear I mean, the I music. I the music, but... Is ridiculous. <laughs> How is this affecting the field? Me just like folding up a newspaper. <laughs> <this> <laughs> yeah, Guys, there are no a, tarps. Okay, we're in a pennant race. Okay, let's <laughs> please stop running onto the field. Oh That's my, my main gosh. concern. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if Seaver's gonna be able to pitch tomorrow. Look at this place. Jeez. You're tearing it up. Michael. Uh, musical performance, I would go back in time to see. Yes. Judy Garland, Carnegie Hall. All right. Okay. I believe that. That is a solid answer. If you, there's a live recording of it. It's one of the greatest live albums ever made. It's Mm -hmm. it won uh, album of the year, like 1961, 62, Mm -hmm. something like that. It's amazing. And the album really captures the feel of the show that's the bit with the big j-u-d-y in concert is that that yeah with like the red yeah, poster with the big red yeah um but i i think the record captures the feeling of it mm-hmm. but to have been there must have been the album times a billion right and like she sound her voice is perfection everything it's amazing yeah All right. that's awesome cool that's awesome hey nice. you finished in time well so done. Uh, well done. So Rachel, let that be a lesson to the rest yeah. of you. Rachel, did you have a thought on your question? or? Uh, yeah, mine, it, it's hands down The Last Waltz. It's oh, the band's okay. The Last sure. Waltz. It's their last song. They played, um, I think, November 25th, Thanksgiving Day, 1978. And it was phenomenal and a cocaine-fueled <laughs> romp uh, with huge, huge acts. Yeah. You know yeah. what's funny? Not one of us said like Mozart. <laughs> that's true that's true back okay I'm gonna like how say how far back can we go yeah, I'm gonna say uh, Ugok who's got a really good uh, stick uh, man yeah. hit stick against rock it was epic <laughs> okay Michael yes you, you're next okay I'm nervous pick a person and then ask your question okay um, I'm gonna start with Rachel this time okay. oh god category is yeah Walking on sunshine. Oh my gosh, Rachel. Uh huh. What song puts you in a good mood? What song puts you in a good mood? I'll start the timer. Okay. Um. Let Let's see. Uh. I think. Oh my god. I just feel so old when I answer these. <laughs> um. You know what song from the moment it starts. I'm like, oh, okay. It the is theme. Boogie Shoes by Casey and the Sunshine <laughs> okay, Band. Okay, that song's boom, great. Boom, 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 boom. It is Casey and it's it's Boogie Shoes by Casey and the Sunshine Band. I wish it was something cooler, but it's not. I don't okay. know. That's pretty cool. It's not. Yeah, that's right. my favorite. I think I made the timer too long. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, 
Boy, son of a bitch is a good mood. Um, right up there on the wall, uh, Tom Tom Club, uh, Genius mm-hmm. of Love is definitely a good one for me. Uh, I would say Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon. Ooh, that's good. Always makes me happy. I love that. That's good. That jaunty piano mixed with very dark lyrics. It's just my speed. Um, yeah, I mean, I gotta say, a lot of a lot of disco definitely like gets me. It's gets meant me to. Going. I know, but right? I'm saying that's it. It works well. So yeah. yeah, I would say those are my answers. Michael, what, what about you? Um, I've got a tie for first place. Okay, okay. Uh, Here you come again by Dolly Parton. Oh, that is. A great oh, one. that's a good one. The minute I hear that piano, I'm happier than yeah. I am the rest <laughs> of the day. You know what? Anytime I hear that song. I always imagined myself gracefully ice skating. I don't know why. <laughs> I think if I was an Olympic ice skater, that's the song I would have picked. Right? It just goes, here you come. Can you see yourself like doing one of those spins and landing? Yeah. No, that would not be a bad choice at all. And the other one is Different Drum by Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies. Another great one. That's good. That's Great song. And again, it's just, there's just something about the music that's very happy. Yeah. Yeah. I that's love good. that. That's great, good. Great, yeah. great cover. Um, okay. There wasn't a cover. Different drum? Yeah. Yeah, it's a cover. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's not a cover. It's Guys, a cover. let's not Different... fight over this. Stone right Ponies now. was the original. No, it was written by... It was Mike written Nesmith. by Mike Nesmith. Oh, okay, fine. Oh, wait, yeah, so they did cover. the original. All right, all right. I thought... Well, he Theirs did it later, or... though. He might... It, There's he... definitely a Nesmith version. He sang it on an episode of The Monkees, but he sang it really fast, right, and it wasn't right, like the full right, song. Right, Theirs was the right, first right. official oh, recording. I thought it was, oh, thought no. it was a cover. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. You're wrong. Okay. Let's not start the new year like this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not let Mike Nesmith get between <laughs> us again. How does he always come back to <laughs> that's, him? That's another thing that Jeez. surprised me about this run of the, of the show. Oh, yeah, we always it's come back to Nesmith. We're yeah. always talking about, Nesmith. He's like the Kevin Bacon of the musical. <laughs> <laughs> he's everywhere. Um, Michael. Oh, God. I know what your answer is going to be, but try not to try to think of a secondary answer oh, on right. top of the first answer. I'm so glad I'm predictable. <laughs> Which popular artist will still be significant in 25 years? Ooh. Which popular artist? Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I you were going to say that. that was gonna be the I answer, knew you were going to say that. End of sentence. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, it's not a bad one. I mean, we were kidding, <laughs> no. but yeah, I think definitely she's probably up there with like your Michael Jacksons. Totally. Right. Um, okay. I mean, yeah. Is there anyone out? I'm trying to think of someone who's like, well, let's go with a Rachel. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> um, I think somebody who's popular now, or who's, who's popular who's in the, now. I I don't think Beyonce's going anywhere. You don't I, think so? No, I don't. Okay. I think she's gonna stay. All right. I think her music. Oh, is oh I stay. see. She's gonna remain popular. She's gonna remain popular. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Continue. I thought you meant what, she what? isn't going into the future. No, she is going. She, into okay. The future. I, I oh, yeah. No, no, no. Beyonce is Beyonce, definitely. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. There's. She's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No. I yeah. Agree. She's. No, I agree. She's staying put. No, no, no. She's going to continue. Zeitgeist. Yeah, she's going to continue yeah. to be popular. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Daniel? Any thoughts? No, I was trying to think of someone who's like ahead of the curve who might we might look back on and be like... Billie hey, Eilish? I mean, maybe. Well, I think no. she's somebody who could... Well, I think she's someone who could, might mature. Like, I always try to look to at see. people like... Because, yeah. you know, if you look like... 
not to keep going back to the Beatles, but like the Beatles in like the early 60s, you right. might be like, oh, these guys are flash in the pan, having no idea what they were going to mature into. Sure, so it'd be sure. interesting to see someone like looking, you know, looking mm-hmm. back and being like, wow, they even some of like the Jonas Brothers kind of did yeah, they are came in the back, process they of reinvented doing that. themselves That's a bit. Saying, sure. But, you know, their yeah. songs are definitely have a much more mature, interesting sound. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Let's go oh, back what about to Paul Nicholas? Oh yeah, he's definitely, definitely without a doubt. Definitely I think come back. <laughs> He'll be big. Rachel, let's yeah. go back to you. Heaven on the eighth floor is gonna be <laughs> Oh, it's my turn again. Yeah. Um uh, we'll start with Michael. Uh oh. This is called Live Wire. Is there a live or acoustic version of a song you like better than the original studio version? Wow. Huh. Mm-hmm. A lot. Don't time me because I got to think about it. I'm not timing you. Okay. Uh, live or acoustic? Yeah. That's those two things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be live and not acoustic. Well, it doesn't need to be acoustic. Right. It could be. A, it right, could be a just live a live version. version. Or like a like a. Or an acoustic remake yeah yeah like, like uh, living on a prayer version. 94 yeah exactly but please don't say that <laughs> <laughs> it is actually great um a live version yeah first okay. thing that comes to your mind okay there were there are um a couple of live tracks on uh Barbara Streisand's 1994 The Concert album her big return to touring uh recorded in New York City at Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. that just not that they're better than the original studio right. recordings they they just have a different energy and the audience reaction is pretty incredible yeah um, I'm looking at Rachel. They hit you I say this because Dan, I know you don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's like, yeah, I know that album. Um, they hit you on a different level. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's the ex- it brings you into the experience. Yeah, and th- right. there's there's something about the arrangement and like Marvin Hamlish did the arrangements for that album. Um, the their her live recording of He Touched Me. Mm-hmm. Um, because she recorded the original when she was so young, like to hear her voice more mature and sing that is super cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what the other tracks are. Oh, the her version of Somewhere on that album is breathtaking and yeah. amazing. So, yeah. Solid answers. Thank you. Solid answers. Daniel. Um, I, I don't know about a song. Okay. Uh, well, I was trying to think. I mean... But I a haiku. Say, <laughs> I, a haiku. I don't know if I like it better, but uh, I listen a lot to uh, the Talking Heads, the soundtrack for Stop Making Sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stuff is just amazing. Like, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, for like a studio song, I'm looking for like the precision. Right. And then like the live, I mean, this is everyone on earth, so I'm not saying anything amazing, right. but you know, the live version, you want like the energy, right. And there's yeah. such like a great yeah. energy, uh, and feeling in, in all those tracks are like awesome. Um, otherwise, I mean, the other, only other thing I could think of was there's certain Nirvana songs where like I consider the 
unplugged version, mm-hmm. like the quote unquote real one. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, not so much like the, you know, the studio ones. But uh, yeah, I would say those are for, for live and acoustic. Those would be my answers. That's that's a really good answer. Mm. The the Nirvana one. I yeah. mean, the other, the other ones, too. Okay. But yeah. yeah. Um, uh, for me, there's a uh, Kendrick Lamar did mm-hmm. a I think it. Oh, my God. I'm going to f- totally mess up where it was it was either at mtv music awards or it Mm. was um at the grammys but he did sort of a mega mix and it's just phenomenal and the power that he brings to it is exceptional he does a it's a medley of his songs so i can't pick out just one but there's that and also he does um uh uh both of his uh, songs that he did when he was on Saturday Night Live are just mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and his studio stuff is great. Uh, I mean, he won a Pulitzer? No. Uh, Nobel Prize? Okay. Uh, one of those songs? Uh, one of those awards <laughs> for, for his album? Cable but, Ace. It was Cable Ace. idiots. No, he won for his studio album. You're Dum dums, such dum dums. Cable, you both argue. said I can't Cable Ace Awards, you dummies. But oh, no, that made me so happy. He won. Uh, anyway, his studio, uh, you know, his yeah. his studio albums are amazing. But it, to to watch those live versions of those songs, it's just phenomenal. It'll yeah. it'll give you goosebumps. It's great watching like a really good rapper live too, because it's one thing. Like when they do it in the studio, yeah, and you know, you could be like, oh, they they could have done this like twenty times, but they got it right. Then when you see them doing it live, you're like, wow, you're really doing it. And like half the time, I'm just like, how do you remember all those words? Uh, (laughs) Like, forget saying them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like half the time. I'd be like, wait a minute, what did I do here? (laughs) Oh, it rhymed with Uh... banana. Come on. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Michael. Oh, the live version of Heaven on the Seventh Floor is actually really okay. good, too. I'm going to kill you. Okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're going back to bits. <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep bringing up old bits. It's That's fun. what we do, man. It's fun. Okay, category is just the two of us. Uh-huh. I'm going to start with Dan this time. All right. Dan, what is your favorite musical duet of all time? Ooh. That's a really good question. Um, Thank you. I, I mean, I didn't write it, but favorite musical duet. Mm. Um, man, why can I only think of "Don't Go Breaking My Heart"? Uh, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. It's the only one I can think of. Um, I mean, actually, uh, "Stop Dragging My Heart Around." Oh, uh, good. Petty and is that? Who's that's that? Stevie. That Stevie Wonder? I'm a Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Sorry. Their version is really good, too. <laughs> Their version's really good, too. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the first thing that pops in my head. Uh, yeah. God, there's probably so many good ones that I'm like, I'm going to kill myself later that I didn't, oh, sure. I didn't think of. Um, yeah, I'll stick with that for now. Okay. Okay. Rachel? Uh, I, uh, you know... It's tough. Jeez, it's tough. I'm going to say, don't go breaking my heart. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say another Stevie Nicks song. Okay. uh, Which is uh, Leather and Lace, her and Don Henley. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. is 
I love that song. Yeah. That's one of my, f- that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie Nicks has a ton of great duets. I think she comes, she's like, really she comes good. in bringing the fast. Right? <laughs> she I mean, does. she's obviously, she's, strong. she's great on her own, but yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. cause she has a duet with, um, with Kenny Loggins mm-hmm. who, who, uh, figured prominently in our, uh, please <laughs> yeah. come to Boston episode. Yeah. Um, and Don Henley has a bunch of great duets too. Yeah. Um, well, is one of yours your is one of Don Henley's your favorite, Michael? No. Oh, sorry. What's yours? My favorite? Yeah. My favorite Don Henley? No, your oh. favorite duet. Uh I've got a couple. Okay. Okay. Um I will start with all of the Barry Gibb, Barbara Streisand duets from the Guilty, Guilty album. album. The whole Guilty album. Yeah. Guilty, what kind of fool? Spectacular. Um, Queen and David Bowie. Um, Under Pressure. Smart. That's a good one. Yeah. Bowie and Freddie Mercury, like side by side. There's somewhere floating around the internet. There's, uh, I mean, it's it's just the vocal. They call it acapella, but it's just the vocal tracks. And it's amazing to listen to. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'm going to say this. Controversial opinion. Okay. That Freddie Mercury is a pretty good singer. I'm going to throw that out there. (laughs) I have to think about it. Don't at me. (laughs) (laughs) He has a little bit of a range. They say it's the extra teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and and there are a series of duets between, you know, just that'll be my answer. Okay, I've got two. I could talk about it for hours. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's talk about this for hours. (laughs) Yeah. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So my question is, the topic is, or the headline is, Will You Love Me Tomorrow? Mm. And the question is, what's a song you used to love but now can't stand? And what, if anything, ruined it for you? Michael. Damn it. All right, let's start with Rachel. Rachel, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to say something that... Yeah? uh, The song Wonderful Tonight 
Okay. By Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. really listen to anymore. Yeah. Because, uh, and he might be listening. <laughs> Our, my high school boyfriend. Yeah. It was like our song. Yeah. And now I'm like, uh, not because I'm like, <laughs> I can't anymore. I can't. No, I can't think. It was just after a while. It's like, all right, enough. I yeah. get it. Uh, having songs in general, like being, this is our song, mm-hmm. uh, brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I literally turn it off now. Okay. So that's fair. That's pretty. Does it, are, is it coming up often? What radio stations are you listening to? Tonight. They're playing Wonderful Tonight a lot. All Eric, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, Eric Lassen. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, Michael. Michael. I'm going to say, uh, believe it or not, this is a recent song, relatively. Uh, all of Me by John Legend. Okay. When it first was released, I heard it on the radio. I was like, wow, this is a really beautiful song. Mm -hmm. And then I heard it every 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) um, From then until now. uh, And yeah, I just, I've heard it so much. I can't hear it again. Well, that's the thing. So I think every song has like a number of listens Mm -hmm. and like, and it's different for each person, like song to person. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing when a song is just like everywhere and they're just pushing it, you get you that's go over it. that line and then and then it it's just like done. each time after that it just starts to drive you crazy. It's right? done. Like, um, because yeah, I don't have like a specific song, but like one one something I used to love and now I'm like pretty much over is is like '80s Bon Jovi. Like, okay, because I used to think it was like really fun. Yeah. I don't know, like all those songs were like, oh, remember these old songs, and like. I don't know. It's just the fact that Bon Jovi never went away or what, <laughs> but like they, I hear those songs all the time. And now I'm like, you're I, done with I it. I just can't. You're done. I just can't. Cause like every once in a while you'll hear like a fun, like eighties hair metal song yeah. and you're like, Oh man, eight you know, uh, once bitten twice shy. I remember the song. This right. is great. And you like rock out, but it's just like the a millionth time where it's just like, Oh, what? Oh, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't do this again. Another one, and this is going to get me in trouble, and I'm not saying I'm there yet, but one I'm starting to feel like is Queen. Because, like, it just, because now the movie, I'm hearing it all the time. And it's like, Michael doesn't know what to do. But here's the thing it's fun. Uh, a lot of those songs are fun and they're great, but it's just like when you're hearing it constantly. It's because you hear the same songs over and over again. That's the thing. If they mixed it up, do you think it would be better? Probably, yeah. I'm just saying it's, it's just, you know. I mean, because Queen has a deep catalog. Oh, absolutely. So. But not according to American radio stations. Right, I right. got three songs right. and we're going to play them a constantly. million times. So, yeah. Or people at bars who just played Don't Stop Me Now on a loop. Like, did you yeah. hear this great song I just discovered? Yeah, it's yeah. new for everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nice. exactly. <laughs> but the, the, like, jukeboxes, radio, karaoke will destroy songs for you. Like, I don't need to hear "Don't Stop Believing" right. for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, well, yeah, that. Like, even like some like U two songs. I'm like, I, all right, I, I, I had 500 listens mm-hmm. in me, and I'm at <laughs> listen 750, yeah. and I'm like, kind of done. done. I'm done with this one. So. You owe me 250 <laughs> listens, you two. Uh, all on. right. We're back to Rachel. Last right. question. Last question. What's a, this is Everybody Hurts. What's okay. a good sad song to listen to while you stare out the window, pretending you're in a music video? Mm. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Dan this time. Boy. 
Um, well, I can't say everybody hurts. Uh, that would the... <laughs> be too easy. That, was that would be title. a cop out. Um, man, I'm gonna say. Hmm, let me think. A sad song that says so much. Hmm. I don't know. For some reason, the first thing that popped in my head, it's not a, it's not a sad song necessarily, but uh, the song I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit just is like, <laughs> okay. I just imagine staring out the window uh, and having on a rainy song. night. Yeah, on a rainy night. So, uh, yeah. Um, Wait, is it staring out your window on a rainy day? No, well, you stare out your window okay. pretending you're in a music video. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just honestly, I pictured it raining too. I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it so. might be because of my little <laughs> rainy night. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, the true answer is probably the beginning of November rain. I mean, that's the okay. One that... A lot of rain. I just yeah, I don't sad. know. Rain can be sad. I yeah. mean, if you're staring out your window, it should be raining. I mean, it should if be. it's if it's nice out, you should be outside staring into the window. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what right. I'll say. I'll say November rain. Um, yeah, that's it. Good. Michael. Michael. Uh, say Something by A Great Big World. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh, that the was saddest meant for that. song. Yeah. yeah. That was meant for that. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. It's that's a great a song. Yeah. I'd say the solo version over the duet with Christina Aguilera. Okay. Which is still great, but the solo version, I feel like it's a little bit sadder. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. And also Rainy Days and Mondays by the Carpenters, because mm. we're going with right in there. sad the songs rain. about the yeah. rain. Let's do yeah, that. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, the one I thought of is uh, there's a song called Up the Wolves. It's not sad, sad. There's a song called Up the Wolves by the Mountain Goats. Um, a lot of their songs sound peppy, yeah. but are kind of sad. And I can just see myself sort of leaning uh, my hand uh, on my head. and. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that song. Uh, that's it. The only one that comes to mind is: Do you guys know the song "Captain of Our Heart"? Yeah, it's like okay. Do you, I can't. I was gonna say that one, but I can't, I don't remember the name of the artist. I don't it's remember. It's like a weird one-hit wonder, but yeah, it's, we'll figure uh, it out. This is a song that's like it's just like one like piano like yeah, dee, 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 but then it's like too long ago, too far apart. She couldn't wait another day for. The captain of her heart. No. That's the one. It's a All really right. good song. <laughs> I wouldn't or, go that. You could do like uh, Mariner's weird. Revenge, where it's a song where about like well, a yeah. ton of action, and it's just yeah. like a concept video where it's you're just staring out the window for nine minutes and just yeah. not even singing along with the song, just like staring. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. MTV would have been all over that <laughs> when they played videos. Uh, Michael. Okay, this is. This is like a big music question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Category is no apologies. Okay. When you listen to music, mm -hmm. do you want to be challenged or entertained? Ooh. Challenged or entertained? I mean, it's a total cop out to say both. Right. But I mean, there are definitely times where I'm like, I definitely get into moods where I'm like, I want to hear something new. Mm -hmm. I'm tired mm -hmm. of all the old stuff. I want to hear something new, something that's going to surprise me. 
Um, and then, yeah, I definitely want to be challenged. I also love, like, you know, my favorite, usually my absolute favorite songs are the ones that the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. And then, like, you keep listening, and then it just, like, unlocks it gets to you. Yeah. something. And that's definitely, like, great. But you have to be willing to put in the time, right? right. Like, I mean, even, like, I did this experiment this year where i listened to one new album mm-hmm. and there were a couple of them where i was like oh my because i was like i'm gonna listen i'm gonna listen straight through twice and there were some that were hard mm-hmm. but there were other ones where i was like the first time through i was like i don't know about this and then the second time i was like okay yeah i'm starting to get it and then like the third or fourth time you know it would like unlock i did listen to one where because i would go on pitchfork yeah and uh, see like whatever was like a well-reviewed album because again I cheated I didn't just listen to anything I try to like curate a little bit and there was one there was a heavy metal album uh, but not even really heavy metal it's like a genre called corpse grinder or grindcore or something okay I forget I think the the genre is grindcore and the band might have been called corpse grinder anyway I think grindcore is a thing and I was like, like hardcore but the, it had like a 9.0 in pitchfork <laughs> and I was like all right, pitchfork. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try it. And I had some time to kill between gigs that I was doing, and so I um, walked around the city and I listened to it once. And this is one of the few times I broke my rule because I got about halfway through the second time and I was like, I can't do this. Anymore. <laughs> I literally had a pounding headache. I just oh, listened man. to like, like a like a steel mill, like yeah. just the whole time. I'm gonna give myself this. Props to me for trying <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. like giving it the old yeah. college try, but I just I can't do this. So yeah. other times I'm like, man, I just want to listen to music I've heard Zone a thousand out. times. I want to get up, I want to dance, I want to like you know when I'm at work uh, and I have to do like actual like typing work and thinking. Mm-hmm. I like to get what I like to call the Jack FM zone, which is music. You guys know what Jack FM is? You're no. staring at me. Okay, Jack FM is like it's called like we play music what, that we want, and it's like. It's like a iPod on shuffle, but of course uh-huh. it's always like just the most sort of like popular songs. Anyway, it's music that I like, but I don't love. Got it. But I don't hate. Because right. if I hate it, it's going to annoy me. If I love it, I'm going to be too busy listening to the music and not right, do my right, work. Right. So I want a real like right in the middle sort of thing there. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Rachel. I mean, I'm the same way. If I'm in the car a lot of times um i by myself i'll try different things and i want to be challenged yeah but i don't that's a weird way to say that too is because what does that mean i want to be challenged means whatever you want it to mean well i mean challenged by what the lyrics the sound the you know the tempo like what i I don't understand it um but for the most part i want to be entertained yeah i'm i'm more of a I want to be entertained. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But that's why I like doing this uh, with you guys, because it does challenge me because it breaks me out of. I don't know half the songs that we do before you bring them to me. So, yeah. you know, it's challenging before we present them to you. <laughs> yeah. Before you present them to me. <laughs> Rachel gives them either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I am the Caesar of the group. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, do I have Michael? to answer? You can. Okay. Uh, for me, I I think, again, both. I think um, 
I do like to be challenged with music, but I like I like music that's challenging, and in that, to me, there is entertainment. That makes sense. Like a lot of what you were saying about like songs that sort of unlock for you, which is a really good way to put it. I love that. Yep. Like Mariner's Revenge was something mm-hmm. like that for me where and we sing we'll sing the sunshine was a lot like that for me too where the more you listen to it like you get a little bit more out of it and and you start to love it a little bit more. Pearls of Singer was like that for me. Um I listened to a lot of Stephen Sondheim. That's right. not easy music and that to me is entertaining. And then yep. sometimes you just want like something fun. To zone and, out. But the, the which is not to say that that's like a lesser type of music, no. that it's not like like a Sondheim puzzle that you're trying to put together in your head and make sense of. Right. Um, and like enjoy the clever lyrics and stuff like that. It's it's yeah, there's stuff that's just pure entertainment. But for me, like there, there has to be a lyric and, and something right, right. more that you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And that's me is entertaining no cool that's entertainment <laughs> all right, all right last, last one, one. No, one. oh michael okay you've been abducted by aliens my god who want to understand music <laughs> what's the first song you play them wow bohemian rhapsody and they're just like i don't understand <laughs> we know every language and that german <laughs> is just gibberish or italian or whatever it's supposed to be uh the first song you would play someone to help them understand music right who had never heard music before huh i mean you'd be like twinkle twinkle little star i guess so like yeah but did that even chart it? no <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a Joan Baez version. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I don't know what would what would I have mine. You, okay. you do yours, you yours, and then I, I mean, if it feels really cliche, and if we're talking, I mean, we're talking contemporary like yeah. rock music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Let It Be. Okay. I think Let It Be because yeah. oh, it's okay. very simple. Yeah. But it there's. There's a a build to it. Uh, it's easy to understand, and it does give. Uh, there's emotion behind it, right. and so I think that just sort of sums it up and is gives a foundation for everything else that's out there. Yeah, I mean, mm. I think in this case, cliche is the way to go. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Because well, because you want something that's simple, right? Right? Because if it's too complicated, mm-hmm. like this is their first song they've ever heard in theory, or at least right. their first like. You know, they probably have like alien music that's like completely right. different. But yeah. if we want to understand Earth music, yeah, it's like a very simple. And even like, I mean, I guess "Let It Be" is technically a rock song, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's but it's not rock rock, right? That's it's what melodic. I mean. Like, it's yeah. it's almost like a you know, it's such a simple sort of like piano. You yeah. Know. I mean, do you want to go? Do you have an you know, answer? Well, building on that, I would say even yesterday. Well, that was mm-hmm. going to be my answer yeah. because that's yeah. Yeah. it. Sort of, it's over. Crosses over several genres. It's mm-hmm. a ballad. It's acoustic. It's very simple rhymes, but very deep emotion. It's 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 really everything a song needs yeah. to be. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It and there's something, and they're all perfect rhymes. Uh, yes, but there's still something. This the melody is very simple, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about yesterday here. 
Melody's very simple, but there's something just universally like you just get it. Yeah. yeah. Like the first time you hear it, it just it just speaks to you. Um to the point where I believe the story was that Paul McCartney went to John Lennon and played him yesterday and was like, Is this a song? Because <laughs> it feels like it feels like this is a song. And John Lennon's like, no, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, I mean, screw Paul McCartney for being like a genius, but he was like, it just I just was walking around singing it, and I just assumed I must have heard it somewhere. Right. Yeah. Because I don't know where it came from. Yeah. And and so, but that's the thing. It just sort of like came out of his subconscious. It was mm-hmm. so simple. The other thing I'd say is, these might seem like weird answers, but I would actually just be like, songs that they play at every wedding, because there's some songs that just like, even something like Baby Got Back, like, <laughs> well, no, but I'm serious, like, an eight-year-old is up dancing, and like your eighty-year-old grandmother is like, "I love this yeah. one." Like, there's just there certain thing, songs yeah. that just like, are just like I said, they, you know, they're simple for the most part, but they just right. people just react to them for whatever reason. Yeah, like you know, you don't even need to even speak English; you just like kind of feel it. And so, yeah, it's that's because everybody's anaconda don't right. want none <laughs> unless you've got buns, hunt. So, so, so it could be just your your all Bruno Mars playlist. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. Kids love it. Ants love it. <laughs> More ants love it. Great ants love it. Yeah. Your, or, your ants by marriage love it. <laughs> There's, I mean, you could yeah. also, if you want to introduce someone to Earth Music, Earth mm-hmm. Angel. Okay. Um, is a no. good song. There's also a song by the Carpenters called Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft, which is about welcoming aliens to uh, the right. planet. So that a might be a on good the nose. one. Might yeah. be a little on the nose. Yeah. yeah they but... also might just be <laughs> confused. You, you, got, you got like five seconds to impress these aliens. <laughs> well, you want them to know you want to be friends. I also ask that because when I think, when I listen to music, here's something we might end on. Mm-hmm. When I listen to music, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this question. Okay. okay. When you're listening to music, what are you envisioning in your head? Like, what are you in? Are you are you like thinking about something when you're listening to music, or you're just listening to it? Um, I don't know. I guess it differs. Like, you, I guess I'm just I'm thinking about the song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Rachel, you want to throw yeah, it to you? Yeah. To me. I- when I listen to music, I'm usually. It's Are you usually, thinking that how good it would sound if Joan Baez was singing? Yeah, <laughs> yep. No, it's usually triggers either memories or mm. own thoughts as opposed to the song itself. Okay. So it's not like I'm envisioning the video or the story in the song. It's right. some sort of trigger to memory. Okay. For the most part. The reason why I picked this question mm-hmm. was because this is something I've actually fantasized about. You will usually just think about aliens. When if aliens came down <laughs> and, and were like, what is music? Like, what song would I play? Or vice versa, if, if they were just like listening to this song right. and they were like, what is this? And I had to explain it. Right. Um, the other thing I often fantasize about, not often, but occasionally fantasize about, mm-hmm. is that I've gone back in time. Uh, so I'm like meeting like the writers of Rolling Stone in like 1977 and then I'm playing them like a modern song and I have to like explain how we got here like what this <laughs> song is or just like imagine what their reaction would be right. um, or I'm thinking about like I'm ice skating in certain in, in one particular specific <laughs> thing or like 
This is like a scene in a movie, right. like some you know things that are happening, or like yeah. this is like a trailer. Like, what would the song be? So, yeah. so a lot of times I'm often like have visual things going on in my mind that are are somewhat related to the song, but usually more about the feeling of the song. Or like I said, I'm you know like gotcha. thinking about how I would contextualize this song in various different ways, which you gotcha. know goes to the fact that. I can't stop thinking. I can't stop my brain <laughs> for a second. But you just we are. find yourself dancing down the street and yeah, you're yeah. like, what? This is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, right. This is my music video. <laughs> uh, okay. So that was Songversations. Uh, let's get it out there. So, like I said, Songversations um, is by Eric Hutchinson. You can buy it at erichutchinson.com. E R I C, Eric. Then h u t c h i n s o n dot com and Eric uh, Eric Hutchinson and the Believers is his band. Uh, he has a lot of great music. You can find all that on his website. Uh, his Twitter is at Eric Hutchinson. So good job on getting that. Uh, <laughs> probably one of the, the first Eric Hutchinson to get in there. Yeah, if uh, <laughs> if I mean the the game is awesome, and in addition to being uh, apparently a great game maker, yeah, Eric Hutchinson is an amazing singer songwriter. Check out his music; he's one of my favorite singer songwriters. Mm-hmm. Um, go to his website; he he's got several awesome albums. Um, his latest one is called Modern Happiness. Uh, you can hear it on the streaming services and get it on his website. Yeah, and check out the game. We, you know, we've played it before. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's not really a game, but you know, if you're sitting around and, and you need, you know, you want to like discuss some stuff, you pull out a question and yeah. go around the horn, and uh, and it always leads to fun discussion. So it's the, really fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to to sort of rethink the way you think about music. Yeah, sure. and especially around the holidays when you're just sitting sure. around a table awkwardly with people you don't want to talk to, and you just yeah. just pull out one of these puppies. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite duet? Uh, Fifth cousin I've never seen. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then that is our bonus episode. We want to thank you guys out there so much for listening. Uh, we Happy really New appreciate Year. it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all the reviews, all the response we got on social media. We we love everything. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, we we love doing mm-hmm. the show, and we love doing it for you. So hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, in January, we're going to have two classic episodes, and we'll be back. Uh, so we take a little break, recharge the batteries. We'll be back in February with some new stuff. So uh, enjoy those classics mm-hmm. and come on back in February for new stuff. And, yeah, anybody else want to say anything before we sign off for the year? No. no just, it's been a great new year. year. Happy New Year. Happy right. New Decade. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, Yeah. Keep the conversation going. Yep. Yep. All right. Give us your reviews. Find us on Twitter. All that stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Have a great new year, and we'll talk to you in 2020. Goodbye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening.
Uh, is it my turn to read a question? I, I think lost so. Track. Okay. I think it's your turn. Wait, before you do? Yeah. This is easily our noisiest episode. Right? Jeez, we're barking, all over the place. Dogs in. The Foley work is spectacular. Feet pounding. Um, <laughs> you just wrote a country song. <laughs> Dog barking, feet pounding. Boot scoot, boot. <laughs> <laughs> Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.